Welcome back to Off-Road Inroads, and welcome back to uh, this BCBR series. We're trying to, yeah, bring you into the into the fold here, give you the experience, the uh, the scenes from the ultimate single track experience here on Vancouver Island in British Columbia, and yeah, this is this is the second episode, uh, stage two, BCBR. So. Yeah, today's stage was a 40-kilometer affair, the 30, 30K on the clock, uh, and the main trail system we rode was Mount Suhalem. Uh, it was definitely a spicy one out there. Uh, everyone was keen to um, lay the power down and see what they could do on the day. Uh, yeah, the trails at Suhalem are amazing. Um, really good variety of kind of kind of everything you want uh you know nice smooth climbing trails trails flow trails some slow tech some rocky tech punchy climbing steep descending all of it and yeah definitely made for a really cool stage shout out to the course designer for putting together that stage i mean there's a lot of trails over at mount suhalem there's a lot of um, you know, ways you could run the, the race through there. And I thought, uh, I thought they did a really good job on that. So thanks for designing a great stage. It was, it was awesome. Uh, as far as the racing goes for me, it was a bit of a, yeah, it, overall it was like a solid day. Um, I wasn't quite fast enough to be with the, 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 the top two guys at the front, but you know, solid day. I lost a little bit of time on GC but uh, yeah, it's a seven-day stage race, so plenty of racing left to go and plenty of other stages to, uh, to uh, have a crack at things and yeah, get that time back. Uh, that's, I mean, that's a real interesting thing about stage racing is that you know, anything can happen. Uh, you, know, you need to perform day after day, and uh, yeah, I'm up for the challenge and looking forward to figuring, uh, figuring out this puzzle um, throughout the rest of the race. Today for tires, I was running Aspen, uh, Aspens 2.4 wide trail uh, with Tannis Armor inserts. Um, and to be honest, they, they work pretty well out there. There's definitely a few loose corners where I would have wanted something a little bit beefier, but uh, yeah, they worked well and I was really happy with the pressure I could run, pretty low pressure uh, with both the inserts and then the uh, you know, just the super high volume tires. Um, yeah, other highlights from the day. Uh, at the, I mean, BCBR is a scene. It's, uh, it truly is a vibe, and they, the, the whole team here does a really good job of, of like building the experience. Uh, on the start line today, our attention was directed to the top of the media trailer, where there was a, a, a guy playing electric guitar and rocking out it was awesome and i i think he played the american national anthem it's july 4th and uh becca Farringer sung it at the top of her lungs it was awesome to see uh made me smile and uh yeah these are the kind of things that uh happen at bcbr enough of me rambling about the racing here uh we'll get to the main affair here but before we do that Let's just say a quick thank you to Maxis Tires for supporting this podcast and Maxis Factory Racing for getting getting me to this race and getting 
and, and supporting me all season long. So now to the main event, we have Katarina Nash coming on the show. We had a really good chat just after awards uh, in the evening after stage two. And yeah, Katarina needs no introduction, I hope. Uh, multi-time Olympian in multiple sports. Uh, nice person, great bike rider. And yeah, enjoyed the conversation. So let's go to that and we'll catch you back here tomorrow. Thanks. We are here in Crofton just after awards, stage two BCBR. We're sitting behind, beside Jeff Kabush's, what, what is it? Uh, I don't know. What year is this van? A 76. 76 Volkswagen bus. A uh, little blue thing has a an adorable horn. It's hilarious seeing Jeff drive it, and uh, yeah, smiles on the highway all the time, right? Exactly. Yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody seems to be happy to see the lowered uh, bus. Yeah, for and sure. A tall man driving. Did did I? So yeah, we're here with Katarina Nash. I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Cool. Um, how's how's it all going here at BCBR so far? So far, so good. I mean, it's a long way ahead of us. We have what, five, five more days, and I feel like it's really going to sort of get going with the more technical stuff yeah. starting tomorrow. Yeah. So um, I like that part. I mean, I'm definitely really into BCBR because it is technical. It is good trails. It's... Um, you know, it's it's super physical, it's super hard, but like there's every day there is that reward and most of the time we just finish with some amazing trails and people are really excited to to participate. So Yeah, totally. Um yeah, it is a pretty special event. It's one you've done many times. Um how many BCBRs have you done? I think this might be my sixth, if okay. I remember correctly. <laughs> okay. Um and how many like what what were your kind of results throughout those years? Did you like win a few? Did you like on the podium all the time or what? Yeah, I, I won all of them. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Not every single stage, but I won okay. all the overall. First one being with uh, uh, back when um, they had teams. So I did it first time with Catherine Pendrell. Oh, as a cool. Team. So that nice. was my introduction. Good teammate. <laughs> Good teammate. Uh, especially somebody who knew riding around BC and it was, yeah, it was pretty cool to follow Catherine. And then ever since I've done solo categories, just kind of fitting in between the World Cup racing or whatever I was doing. So I would say like I've definitely done more later in my career. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like you haven't done it seven years kind of straight. No, definitely not straight. No, yeah. I mean, I like I said, my first one was 2009, and then I probably didn't return until maybe 13, 14. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's interesting how you fit an event like this within a World Cup calendar. And it's like, I, it's not something that I see athletes doing a lot of nowadays. And um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Well, for me, like... Um, I love racing the World Cup, but also like I, I raced it for a really long time. So at some point in my career, I, I really looked for um, kind of new challenges, whether it's like new physical challenge, new technical challenge, or just going to new different places. And, uh, you know, like carefully looked at the calendar and the travel. And then once I start hitting these other events, I was like, oh, my God, I'm learning 
so much here. Yeah. Uh, I'm gaining really great technical skills. Uh, I'm pushing my endurance limits. So I, you know, I, I really, uh, <laughs> I really didn't see it as this like, oh, this is something I have to do. My sponsors might be asking me. It was like, this is what I want to do. This will set me up well for the rest of the season or whatever goals I might have along the way. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I've done some crazy stuff, like I raced in Colorado in one of the U.S. Cups on Saturday. I flew to Nanaimo that night no and I started PC <laughs> bike race, you know, so definitely, uh, definitely pushed the limits a little bit there, but uh, never regretted the effort to come out here and be part of it, yeah. Yeah, that, that's really cool to hear that it's like, that, you know, races like this, they push your limits. I mean, there's no shortage of technical terrain to test yourself here. And yeah, uh, yeah that's really cool. To and the other, hear. like, I think the other cool thing for uh, women specifically, you know, we, it's always extremely competitive because we're around a whole bunch of guys, you yeah, know. So no sure. matter who shows up that year, like, it's going to be as hard as you want to make it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and for that, sure. you know, I think that also helped me to keep. You know, I'm no longer racing the World Cups or anything, but I've I've done enough competitive events to keep my fitness at very high level without doing that international kind of racing. Yeah. So cool, cool. What's um other than BCBR? Have you done any other mountain bike stage racing? Yeah, I think I've done. Uh, I mean. Definitely everything there is in North America, like okay. Moab Brogs, Breck Epic, I've done several times. Uh, I don't think Downville Classic really counts as a stage race with just two days. Two days, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I did do Cape Epic this yep. spring, yep. which uh, was my first time, actually. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I have a really good experience, especially because I've done BCBR maybe six times yeah for sure and then break epic at least three times and you know so yeah i've done a good amount so so the people want to know which single track is better the single track in south africa or bc i don't think there is much single track in africa <laughs> like i don't remember riding a yeah. lot to be honest i don't think uh that's really what the race is after i think yeah. it's about long long days uh i mean if i you know, for me, like, it was so good to see it because people do ask me, like, oh, my God, what do you think about this race or that race? And, you know, for me, like, BC Bike Race remains, with all this experience, BC Bike like, BC bike Race remains my favorite race because I like this style of riding. It's yeah. technically hard. The stages are a little bit shorter, but they're very demanding. So it's like, a, you know, it's like a cross-country racing uh, style of racing where you race with people and it's not um yeah it's not just pedaling all day for yeah. nothing there's a lot of reward in this race for me you know uh but i think everybody gets to kind of look for the the perfect race they're they're kind of into but yeah if you if your listeners are into real mountain biking come to bcbr yeah totally <laughs> yeah i mean yeah there's definitely something out there for everyone um and yeah, Cape Epic has that name. It has that like prestige, I guess. It's it's definitely, I'd say it's the biggest mountain bike stage race in the world. Um, but yeah, if you're into if you're into fun single track and earning uh, earning those turns on the way down, then this is the place to come. Yeah, I think like there's just the simple way to describe the two is like if you're into fitness, then you definitely go to. 
Cape Epic, if you're into fitness combined with mountain biking, real trails, then you come here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Throughout your career, you've done like many different disciplines of like bike racing, cyclocross, a bit of road, mountain bike, like marathon and XC. Um, I know my answer to this question, but where does like mountain bike stage racing fit in terms of like, you know, your favorite ways to race a bike? <laughs> um, well, I think it like it evolves, you know, like as as anybody's career goes through uh, those different periods. Um, you know, I I really enjoyed both my international racing on the like World Cup level, yeah. or both mountain biking and cyclocross. And I think what I, you know, like that style of racing was just great because uh, it pushed you to complete limits right like you're really truly racing the best people in the world and you push yourself so hard you make so many mistakes you know where the domestic racing the the groups are smaller it's not as deep of a field let's say and like it for me it's always been much easier to ride in control you know (laughs) but like i would get to world championship and i'm just making mistakes left and right because i'm pushing myself to like to the next level and i kind of like that like i like that challenge you know because that would that is what makes you a better rider better athlete and i think i thrive on that and that's why i kind of stuck around with it for so long because it's always you know there's always something to work on and improve but later in my career i definitely have to say that like the stage race mountain biking is it is my favorite and i think a big part of it is the community you know yeah, you come totally. here and you just hang out with people that are into riding trails and they're they're n- nice to each other there's no you know <laughs> bigger words on the line like it's just yeah. it's just really fun and especially given that we're out there racing with the men and having a lot of respect for each other and for, you know, the climbers faster, you just let them go or if somebody's faster descending. And yeah, so it's, it is the community and it's, it's pretty special to call this our jobs. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's like, uh, the community is also really interesting at these races because you're, you're here for seven days. So like you, you meet, you meet new people every day and then you like, you kind of develop this little stage race relationship with them and, uh, you watch how they're doing and you see them out on the trails and yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty special. Um, I know personally I've had some of my best experiences racing bikes, um, doing mountain bike stage racing just because of that community aspect. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the racing is super hard too, which is oh, like yeah, super hard. Which is like also a nice thing because it's like you come out of it and you're like, man, I definitely feel like I accomplished something, you know? Yeah, totally. And there's almost like because this racing is hard, there's almost like a, you know, that bonds those relationships because everyone's just trying to, you know, they're trying to have fun on their bikes, but they're also trying to finish this thing. So uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and it's a lot of lot of good inspiring stories coming out of this week. Yeah, totally. Um, switching gears a little bit, um, you you're riding Max's tires, right? Correct for Correct. a really long time. Really long time. So <laughs> yes. since so you were um, you're one of the first athletes on um, uh, the Luna Chicks, right? 
So I was actually the last person to be signed on that team okay. at the first year, which is 2002. And that was the first time the team got on Max's or the, you know, the team started in 2002. Oh my gosh. And so I have been on Max's Diaries since then because the wow. team stayed with Max's for the entirety of the team, which was 20 years. Yep. And so I stayed for 20 years, luckily. And then when uh, I started to switch to my own program, privateering, whatever we call it these days, um, I approached Maxis like, could I continue with yes. you guys? Yeah, yeah. And so it's been, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know any other tires. I love my tires. I, I don't want to change. So Yeah, that's incredible. 20 years on the same tires. I'm sure you've seen like an evolution in equipment, or I mean, uh, yeah, tire design, compounds, oh, uh, yeah. sizes, I mean, all yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. tubeless coming in yeah. and just kind of playing around with that. And um, yeah, so it's 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 a lot of good stuff. And I mean, I sure I've had some flat tires here and there, yeah, but sure. it's not, you know, it's not like I think I think like most of my events just like probably 95% finish without a flat tire. Yep. So that speaks to the quality. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I've been racing for a long time. So. Yeah. Yeah. How many races have you done in 20 years? Like that's a lot. And like, yeah, good testing of the tires. Um, what, uh, what are you riding this week? I started on Aspen's 2.4. Yeah. Um, possibly throw an insert, possibly go... I brought icons as well, okay. just as as things get rougher. Yeah. Uh, but so far, sticking with the Aspens, last two days were really, really good. And I do race that tire quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> so know it. I know it really well. But I think I think most of my success at BCBR has been on Icon. Okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, Icon's just like um, I actually rode it for the first time this year, and. It's such an intuitive, like, tire. It just, you know, so easy to get used to. And it's, uh, yeah, good on these conditions. Yeah, and I think uh, part of part of my decision running Icon, especially at the stage races, is I can, I can get kind of lazy to switch tires <laughs> or something, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, but also the, the kind of the way the knobs are filled in on the Icon versus the Aspen, like, it just gives me that confidence like going through rocks and that yeah, kind of stuff sure. uh where i would definitely worry a little bit more with the aspens here and there so yeah totally and then uh we're almost done last question so uh we were here for bwr like three weeks ago or uh, five weeks ago probably okay <laughs> pretty special to get to race on the island twice like two big races on the island which i'm pretty stoked about um maple and zoo better on the mountain bike or the drop bars? <laughs> um, well, I, I did enjoy, like, ripping through uh, both on the gravel bike because it's so different, right? Yeah. Like, it just, I mean, it goes back to my cyclocross, and I'm just, I am comfortable on that bike, but, uh, you know, real mountain bike trails should be ridden <laughs> on a real bike, and I also really 
um, appreciate where the mountain bikes have gone last few years and like my current bike just um, just feels so good on these trails and I know it so well now and just it yeah like you get you can truly let go off the brakes and go for it versus like I do enjoy riding mountain bike trails on my gravel bike but it is very calculated sort of speed yeah <laughs> definitely so. yeah um okay so i hear mountain bike and you know fitting we're here at pcbr and yeah we get to do it for another five days um thanks a lot katarina good luck with the rest of the uh the racing and uh yeah we'll be hanging out the rest of the week too yeah good luck to you as well and thanks for having me